welcome to the Brahmastra's first episode of podcast. Here we are going to discuss about uh, what is what and uh, how it is done. Uh, in terms of aerospace, in terms of uh, aeronautics and uh, how the Indian aerospace industry works and how the aerospace uh, engineers work and how people are not getting into the aerospace industry and why people need to be educated in order to guide them to the right place. So it is me, Subhash, uh, founder and CEO of Brahmastra Aerospace. And with me, Nikhil, uh, who is design engineer in Brahmastra, we are going to have a conversation about the Indian aerospace industry and its forecast for the next five years and uh, what are all the streams available there. What are all the scopes for it? What people think and what it is actually? Let us discuss discuss about it, right? And uh, I welcome Nikhil for this show. Uh, hi, Nikhil. Hey, Subhash. I'm very honored to be in this platform. So, anyways, let's begin with it. And by the way, I must introduce myself that I am an aeronautical enthusiast. So when it comes to aeronautical, like uh, I know about like what kind of aircrafts are there, what makes an aircraft like, and what are all the types of engines. So these are all the technical aspect of it, which I know. But these days, I am seeing a lot of news based on space where uh, currently we all know how ISRO is booming up with different sort of satellites, rockets, which have been launching to space. But the whole point is, what is aerospace? So what is aerospace according to you, Subhash? So, aerospace is aerospace. Aerospace is aerospace, like, just for the joke perspective. And uh, aerospace industry is just the creating the art, the art of making the aircraft. Uh, and people think, what is there in India? Uh, is Airbus is made in India? Is Boeing is made in India? Right. Uh, if I am doing a uh, bachelor's in India for in, uh, in terms of aerospace, I'll be working in HL. I'll be working in DRDO. I'll be working in NL. Right. I'll be working in ISRO. I'll be working in uh, DRDL. Right. So, or else the subcategories of all these companies. Right. So, this is what people think. Uh, is there the things are there beyond these companies? Yes. There are a lot more, right? And it is it is not only about the uh, government uh, government organizations. It's it's about private organizations. So there are lots and lots of private organizations. Uh, these private organizations are the backup of the governmental organizations and the Indian aerospace and the defense. And majorly, not only the defense sector. Uh, in terms of aero sector. Let us say the major aircraft manufacturing companies of the world, let us say Boeing, uh, Airbus, Embraer, uh, Collins Aerospace, UH, all these companies are there in India, right? They have the hubs here, like, man, Boeing is in Chennai, Collins is in Bangalore, right? And uh, there is many other hubs in Hyderabad. You know, most of the ISRO's parts that has been sent to the Chandrayaan, are manufactured from Coimbatore and Bangalore, right? In Bangalore, I can say Bangalore is the aerospace manufacturing hub of India and nobody knows it. Devanili is the hub and nobody knows it, man. 
and people think that if i do man, uh, bachelor's in aerospace engineering people think that acha i will be working in isro acha i will be working in drdo no it is not like that and people think that i i have did, uh, studied aerospace engineering or aeronautical engineering and uh, they think that my work is to work in an airport <laughs> right man you have studied aerospace engineering right your your work is not to work in an airport i i see people uh, work in airport as a ground staff the the ground engineer not even ground engineer they they tell it as ground engineer they they, they work as a ground staff right uh, they help the passengers they help, they help the cargo to be uh, letting in i'm not saying the job but what they have studied and what they are working is completely different right uh they can be the atc people they can be the uh, mro people but they have chosen the different path right that's true like there are many job streams are available in india like it's it's not like i have studied aerospace and uh, that's the thing uh yes nikhilvi so next thing i want to know this like what and all you have said that's actually quite eye opening but when it comes to scope of it when it comes to scope of aerospace either in the world or especially in india so what do you think of it see let me tell you uh, basically if you s- see the whole history of the aerospace industry of the past 5 to 10 years okay the policies have changed to make india as the aerospace hub of the world uh, you take national aerospace policy which has happened in uh, 2016 or 17 i guess right and the national aerospace policy 2022 right both opened many gates for the private players both opened many gates for the private players and uh, this private players made big things like let us say uh, there is two major orders that has been ordered by the indian aviation sector one is from interglobe aviation one is from tata aviation uh, one is like indigo absolutely and one other one is air india they have ordered hundreds and hundreds of aircrafts for the past two years so someone is from some is from boeing and some is from airbus that's amazing right do you know all these manufacturing parts parts manufacturing comes directly to india is it yes okay that's great that that directly comes back to you right people started to procure things Mm-hmm. like we have placed the order they started to procure things right for the next 10 years we have we have the plenty of works are there for the next 10 years right and what we think and what we are executing and what is expecting to be coming are completely in a different different uh, angles it has to be merged up on a single lane so that everyone gets everything okay that's cool okay coming to the point of this like uh, i understood like how it works and what is what but like let's suppose i am an aerospace engineer and i have graduated so i don't know what aerospace is because if i want to join a job and i don't know what kind of fields are there like uh, the thing is if i am into designing and there are other field like when it comes to tech and other sectors are based on manufacturing so can you please classify what are all the types of uh, job streams available so that i can get to know more of it because since i am a graduate i have no idea the thing is when i come out from a uh, university i just know either i have to do masters or either i must join a job so if i am supposed to join a job 
then I'm totally confused because I I just know the subjects what I studied, but I don't know what kind of job positions are available. But most importantly, is the types of streams. Like I am totally clueless. So can you please help me like uh, clarify this doubt? So basically, after bachelor's, okay, what I see from the people because I am personally teaching the aerospace students for the past. uh 7 years i could say oh that's great man 7 right. years before brahmastra and after brahmastra before that i was tutoring for my classmates juniors seniors sometimes my professors too oh that's nice right for the person who might uh, everyone might need at last moment i can say that's why i chose the name as brahmastra <laughs> That's right, when, when everything goes left, yeah. no Brahmastra. <laughs> right. And uh, what I've seen, like, in my experience, like, I don't think that I'm a, I'm a 50-60 years guy who says in my experience, no. Right, in my seven years of experience that I could say, I've seen more people and their career paths, right? Mm-hmm. People took uh, masters. People took masters in abroad people took aviation sector people took uh, the mro sector people took the design sector people took the uh, analysis and the manufacturing sector right here why i said manufacturing sector sector at the least is nobody is touching that cake hmm. man that cake is the tastiest tastiest cake ever and nobody is touching it and people are touching the less taste cakes is example aviation I'm, i'm not saying that aviation is bad but aviation is bad for the aerospace engineers man you are designed to design the aircraft not to repair the aircrafts of course yes repair the aircrafts that is a different perspective right uh, it is it is completely a different example that i could say uh, the the difference between Ashok Leyland and uh, bus operator. Ashok Leyland is not bus operator. No mechanical engineer works in uh, Ashok Leyland would go for a bus operator work. Mm-hmm. Right? People have to think that. People think that seeing the aircraft in a daily daily life is is everything. Right? True. Including me. Yes. Yes. Like it. It is not like that. Mm-hmm. you are making the aircraft from the back end mm-hmm. and people think that uh, after finishing the bachelor's acha i'm going to create the whole aircraft no baba no you're going to work along with the people in order to make one part of one aircraft one craft one part of one aircraft like part so that it can be helpful to the aircraft systems mm-hmm. right let me tell you aircraft is the safest means of transport in the whole world oh how is it if 1 million trans like 1 million takes off take offs are happening mm-hmm. i could say less than less than 10 accidents will happen mm-hmm. can, can you say what when is the last accident happened with aircraft in india okay that's uh, i don't remember the thing is yes yeah i agree with your point I agree with your point because like as far as I remember 
like it's been years and years ago or probably decades ago it, it, because it it is because of the strict rules that we follow it is because of the strict rules that we follow are uh, given by the by the federal aviation authority and the dgca right uh, we have to go for the a check b check b check d check c check and every weekly check and monthly check and ayo uh, it's a tough check uh, sometimes checkmate <laughs> right uh, so that everyone make sure the aircraft is fit to fly right uh, for that do you, do do you hire a fresher to acha come on beta you have done your bachelor of aerospace engineering take the spanner and repair it do you do absolutely not man it it, it cannot be right mm. people people think that i am going to make the whole aircraft change in one day no i am going to change the whole aerospace industry in one month no let me tell you myself as an example i am that kid i am that kid who used to think all these things i'm not i'm not blaming someone else but the hard hitting reality is you have to go mingle with the flow right if you have studied aerodynamics mm. right yeah only the aircraft flies smooth if the flow is streamlined yes if the flow is not streamlined hmm. the flutter will be happening yes absolutely the same flutter is happening in the lives of the people mm-hmm. people think that after bachelor's they don't know where to go acha baba i'm going to masters mm-hmm. i was planning for it right yeah after masters what are you going to study i'm not i'm not i'm not blaming the masters what are you going to study in the masters you will be taking either avionics or a masters in aerospace or aeronautics or whatever right what you will study you will study the expanded version of the bachelors acha baba you have studied the extant expanded version of the bachelors which company are going to choose which stream are going to choose it, it, it is not like uh, you 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 study you you study chef you go to the uh, kitchen directly it is not like that there is also kitchen here yes right there is also kitchen here it it is not like that you have to choose a field which which gives you which gives you uh, which gives you enthusiasm right uh, there are many streams like i can say basically people know like if i am an aerospace engineer i will be going to i'll be a design engineer i'll be go i'll be a analysis engineer i'll be a cfd engineer i'll be a fea engineer right yes right Mm. and there comes the maintenance repair and overhaul department right nobody knows this is there yeah that's my question so when it comes to mro uh, what is it exactly like what's the difference between mro and uh, maintenance Main- i mean mro and manufacturing okay mro and manufacturing see it is like example i could say same ashok leyland hmm. service hmm after you sell okay regular service you go to the ashok leyland manufacturer or service center mm-hmm. after you buy a car you go to a service center for a regular checkup okay that checkup company issue this is what maintenance repair and overhaul and according to the national aerospace policy of 2022 what government has decided is to make 
this India as the global aerospace hub and the Asia's MRO hub uh, in 2030. This is what government has planned and the policies has been made. And the doors has been opened for the private to enter into the uh, industry to play various business games so that more investment comes in. If the investment comes in, the company opens. If the company opens directly, it, uh, it, it requires more skill works and skilled people, skilled people. Are we having the skilled people today? Uh, no, I would say there are very few minimum. Right. Yes. And, and we, what people think that, Acha, I am an aerospace engineer. Right. The Boeing has to come to my feet and give me a job. This is what people think. Mm-hmm. Right. But they are selling aircraft to the whole world. And you, you are not even the, what to say, you are not, not even fulfilling their requirement category. And you think that they have to come and hire me? How? You don't even know what all the streams available in aerospace industry in India. And you are yeah. thinking that Boeing has to come directly mm-hmm. and hire you. Man, you should not directly go to Boeing if you are starting a career in aerospace. And you cannot. Like, you can and you cannot. Right? You cannot directly. You can You can also. I'm not saying you cannot. I can say, I can say one of my, like, many of my students are working in Boeing Chennai. And many of my students are working in uh, Collins, uh, Bangalore. Right? As a freshers. Right? I'm not saying that uh, you cannot. But you have to choose the stream. Which stream that Boeing is hiring. Which stream the, uh, what? The Collins is hiring. You should know what are all the companies available in India so that they can hire you. Right? You don't even know what all the schemes are available, what all the companies are available in India. You think that they have to come and hire you or they have to come and come to your college and give you a placement. It, it is not an IT job, man. It is not uh, a, a, any job that, that can give you placements. Mm-hmm. Right? It, it is completely different. You have to go to them. You have to you have to check them. What are the skills that they require? Do I have the skill set for that streamline? Mm-hmm. Okay. So basically, like uh, when what things like let's say I have learned various kind of softwares like in order to fulfill the requirements of different companies. So let's say if an if a company requires a skill from my side, which is enough. To like, let's say, uh, I have learned something based on structural simulation, or it is called as finite element analysis, right? So it's about like where we deal about, let's say, if an aircraft is being repaired and there is a bird strike which actually caused an engine to, uh, I mean, an engine there to explode or something like it's going to deform, right? So in order to, uh, what to say, in order to like uh, get into that role, so that I am capable enough and also like uh, I am well fit for it. So when it comes to softwares, how does it play a major role? Because uh, when it comes to softwares, like what I have learned to my college is at a very basic level, right? If it's at the basic level, the company will directly reject me. There are like certain cases where I will have to take online course or I should attend an online internship program or offline internship program based on the softwares. Or even I must also try to get into different, like let's say 15 days or 30 days course uh, providing programs in order to like learn more about it, right? So how can I uh, like, you know, 
funnel down my skills to get into a particular company when it comes to uh as i said fea see let me tell you uh in terms of your syllabus okay uh you studied in which syllabus you studied in bangalore university bangalore ms ram university ms so, ram university i studied about aerospace engineering right okay in terms of uh, your syllabus it 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 might be maximum catia analysis yes definitely and catia analysis are not used by every companies in the world mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Uh, catia is catia is owned by daso uh, from france right Yeah, uh, you know, you know, Dasso, Dasso, Rafael, right? Yes, yes, yes. So recently, Indian Air Force bought some thirty-six Rafaels and things, right? Hmm. So they are the owners of Catia uh, Ansys, no, not Ansys, right? Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, they are the owners of uh, SolidWorks, 3DS, and Simulia. Many other softwares are there in terms of in terms of 3DS, right? This is one category. Another category is this, MATLAB. MATLAB is used for the mathematical calculations and the flow visualizations and the uh, flight dynamic calculations and many things, right? And in terms of Python, you know, Python is used. Mm-hmm. Basic Python is used, right? Then people use Ansys Fluent. People use uh, Siemens. You know, Siemens has a different software for aerospace that is NX, okay. or people call it as NX Cat. Okay. Right. And there is a software called Bastion. There is a, a software called Patron, and and there is a software called Creo. And these are all the softwares are used by the aerospace companies. Mm-hmm. If you go and ask to the people, those who say that uh, I am an aerospace engineer, I know everything, they don't even know the software. Yeah, that's true. Right. I'm I'm not I'm not blaming the students. I'm blaming I'm I'm blaming the past uh, uh, people like those who are. created the uh, the blindfold uh, aerospace engineers see they have the skills they have the enthusiasm and they don't know which step they have to take the next step like which step they have to take and they think themselves that acha i have studied aerospace engineering i have to work in an airport okay that's cool that's cool okay uh, thanks for providing me these kind of insights because uh, thing is i didn't knew these kind of software existed Thank you, Subhash. And also, when you told about like uh, flight calculation, I mean, when it comes to flight dynamics and calculations, a topic came in my mind. So that is called as drones. So you might have heard of it. So when it comes to drones, what are your perspectives, Subhash? Because like I see there are different kind of drones, and pe- and the thing is, we usually uh, say that if it is drones, then what we what comes in our mind is uh, my wedding functions, right? uh the drone will be having the camera and is going to click a photo or the pictures of the bride and the bridegroom so this is the only thing which we focus on so when it comes to drone uh what is your perspective how can it be like used for like a uh, different purpose ex- except than cinematography man let me tell you you know there is a term called cagr right okay. cross annual growth rate i guess mm-hmm. right uh Drone has forty four percent of CAGR for the next ten years. Oh, damn. and this drone industry is going to going to strike like anything, mm. right? It is going to strike like anything, right? Yeah. Uh, let me tell you. Let, let me take a report. There is a report. Wait, I'll, I'll open the report. Oh. 
Wait, let me take the report. You take the report. Yeah, sure. Okay. So the thing is, like, when it comes to drone, that's it. These are all the things I know. And also when it comes to universities, they just tell us how a drone works. That's it. When it comes to applications, um, they say for agriculture purpose, but majority they use it for like wedding purpose, right? So I was like quite confused. Like in which sector drones usually come under? Like is it based on aerospace or is it based on aeronautics? It comes under aeronautics, right? Yeah. So the major applications of the drones in the next five to six years are mm-hmm. industrial sites, infrastructure, right? Mm. Agriculture, healthcare, energy and utilities, right? Okay. So the burden of the drone industry is basically on increasing push from the government, right? Mm-hmm. Increasing interest from the startups and large corporates, right? Yeah. Rising research and developmental effort, mm. right? It is basically everything. If you if you if you have seen six years or seven years before, you could have said uh, drones are only in the marriages. Yes. Right. Yeah. But if you have seen in the COVID, drone used to find the culprits, those who are roaming around. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Right. And uh, in the past uh, five years, uh, I could say drones started to use uh, in terms of agriculture. Man, it it's it it is it is sowing more than thousand acres per day in India, right? It it is already sowing mm-hmm. uh, seeds. It is sowing seeds. It is sowing the pesticides. It is sowing the, uh, the 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 necessary feeds that is required by the plants mm-hmm. or the crops, right? Let us say paddy, wheat, or kuchbi. Yes. Right. And it is delivering. Drone is delivering uh, already the organs. Okay. Right. So, like it is used for the agricultural mapping and imagery. You know, national highways has utilized hmm. drones to map the whole national highways for the past seven years. Oh, is it? Right. Mapping the national highway using yes. drones. Nice, man. They have used the drones for mapping the whole national highways. From Kashmir to Kanyakumari and Gujarat to Arunachal Pradesh, they have mapped the whole national national highways. Using the drones. Right. People are using, like, drone is very accurate in terms of giving, providing you the data. Right. Yeah. And in terms of sanitizing and urban applications, in the past two to three years, what I have seen is corporates have started to use, uh, corporations have started to use, like, you know, Managar Palika. Ah, uh-huh, yes. Right. They have started to use the drones for the sanitation purposes. Right. And I know, I know one organization from Chennai and they are very well good at disaster management. Okay. Wherever the disaster is happening in the South India and India, right, they go there. They find the people using the uh, thermal cameras and rescue them. Right. Yeah. And uh, law enforcement, imagery and entertainment, industrial imagery. You know, there is a term called asset management. Let us say, there is a big uh, industry is there. Okay. Let us say big industry which has a small problem there in the 100 feet or 1000 feet. Okay. Can you go and check there what is happening there? You send the drone. Yes, true. I don't want to risk it, right? Right. Yeah. So these are all the things can be used by the drone industry. Okay, nice. I can say it is around 
4,919, nearly 5,000 USD million service market is going to be happening in India. Right? Okay. Which is nearly, I can say, with the CAGR of 44.4 percentage. Okay. Are we ready for this? Not yet. Are we ready for this? No. Uh, right. According to the report, I'm say I'm speaking. I'm not speaking without the data. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's it. Yeah. Thanks, Bash, for providing me these kind of insights. So basically, when I am still a, like I'm a still a graduate, and also like uh, I needed some sort of guidance from someone to make sure uh, every doubts of mine is classified, and then it is later solved. So, anyways, now I got to know what I want to actually work on, and I'll go right away work on with it. Thanks, Subhash, for giving me opportunity to share myself and my thoughts in this podcast. And anyways, see you soon again. Thank you, Nikhil. Uh, I am hoping for more podcasts and insights. Let me take some data. Let me speak some data about what is the industry and how we have to uh, guideline the students uh, for the next five to ten years. Man, I am in a mission to bridge the aerospace and academy in India. Right? Mm-hmm. I personally feel I'm a culprit that I have the opportunity. I have started the startup that has connected all the students in India, especially aerospace students in India. Though we are connected with all the people, I personally feel like you are a culprit. Mm-hmm. You are connected with all the students. You are connected with all the industries. Mm-hmm. What are you doing, man? You connect them both. What what the industry needs, get get from them. What the what the student needs, get from them. Put them in a plate. Give it to them. Like you 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 make a funnel. You make a tunnel and make them to walk through it. Though I have did without uh, planning this, I have did it for past two to three years in an unorganized manner. And I am trying to organize this. Even I have done it without speaking this podcast. I I never wanted to uh, be a podcast person. Like I I can say I have some uh, shy issues, right? People pe- people started to speak. Macha, you have to go for uh, podcast thing. Okay, I have decided. Okay, let me go for a podcast, right? Let me speak uh, the monkey bath of aerospace, right? So that's why I have decided set it up a table and I have invited to 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 have a talk. Uh, so I hope this is this is this gives you some uh, insights about what is aerospace and uh, what is aerospace industries in India. And don't worry, I am writing more articles in order to speak. I hope I will be returning soon for every week. Thank you.